Super Senpai Podcast. Welcome to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a monthly, episodic, tokusatsu-related podcast where we're talking about fights and tights. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant. And it's good to be back, buddy. How you been? Pretty good. Uh, been watching some tokusatsu on my own and not just for the podcast. <gasps> Personal enjoyment, sir. Yep. Sir, <laughs> not sure I how I know. feel about that. I know, I know, it was allowed, but yeah, really. The council will decide your fate. <laughs> Ultra council. Yeah. <laughs> well, what you been watching? Really wanted to check out Ultraman Z. Mm, yeah. Finally, everybody's been saying it's good, and we just sat down and did it. Uh, watched like four episodes, and not quite caught up with the YouTube stuff, but you know. Everybody was right. It's really fun and cool. Sevenger mm-hmm. is excellent. I want yes. I want the shirt. I want the toy. I want the Happy Meal toy. I want the soft final. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things like it's very blatant what they're trying to do with Sevenger and it's working. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Correct. Like I'm Success. I know what you're doing here, Subaraya. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> now, Go how on. Far in are you to the series? So just the first four episodes. Okay, so and there's seven now. I guess eight s- drops tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, shoot, what was the last thing that happened? I think the last thing that happened was they fought like a mole, like a monster that was tunneling. Okay. I want to yep, say. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I don't want to say anything about what happens. I don't want to yeah. hype you up too much. No. I'm watching it too. Don't do I it. Love it. Love it to pieces. Uh-huh. What I will say is that episodes like i'm trying not to be dramatic uh-huh. like episode seven of this series may be one of my favorite toku satsu like daikaiju things like ever uh-huh. it is an incredibly strong 22 minutes of television and i am all about it oh my gosh now ultra does rely on a lot of the continuity stuff you did you you said you watched jeed before yes a little bit? Yeah, I've seen like 16 or 17 episodes of Jeed. Okay, uh, so you've seen the that. majority of Jeed. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I hope that's right. Okay. Because <laughs> honestly, it was a while ago and I fell off like super mm. hard for I don't know why. Like, Well, this this one does, I mean, all these, you know, with Ultra, yeah, I mean, it's a little more continuity than, you know, say a, a Toei joint. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's more like you were rewarded for knowing those continuity things, whereas I guess with Toei, it's a lot more like cameo-driven. Like, ah, it's the crossover movie that you don't even really have to watch. You can skip it. It's cool if you don't, but mm-hmm. like it doesn't have any impact. But this one definitely is doing more of the Ultra thing where, okay, if you've watched a couple prior, some of the more the modern series, there's like some really good payoffs. So, but I just want, I couldn't remember which one you've, which one you've watched. So, but yeah, you're, you're in for some good, good stuff, my friend. Very much. Oh boy. I'm looking forward to it. Any any uh anything else you've been watching there? Experience? Um, primarily that. I want to see what the deal with. I don't really know what the deal with Dogenger Dogenger is. I've been seeing yeah, a lot I, about it. It looks cool, but I don't know anything about it. Okay, because I was going to ask you because I see people talk about it. I'm like, what is a Dogenger? I have no yeah. idea. But people keep talking about it. And I'm like, I don't want to be like, I don't know what we're talking about. But folks, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> no clue what it is. Yeah. So it's, like, it's yeah, a Tokusatsu thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know. I would like to know more. Starship Troopers voice cast. Yeah, so we'll we'll have to we'll have to look into it. See what the deal is. Yeah, I've I've seen people talk about it, and there seems to be. I don't even know what they're saying about it. Like I don't even know. If, like nobody's saying it's bad, but I don't see people like it's the greatest thing ever. But like I, I can't yeah. get a can't get a read on what I'm looking at. I think anybody that. that I've seen talking about it's having a good time, and that's really all I need. You know. Mm, yeah, I sure. I mean, extra that's, hype. That's it. That's all of it. <laughs> yeah. Are you having fun? Yeah. And on that note, uh, we did finally get to see 
the rumors were true. Common Rider Saber is real. Uh, we got to see a little bit of like the trailer and the cast. Mm. I'm into it. Like it's kind of weird, but like could be fun. Like I like the theme a lot. I guess yeah. And it's kind of silly, but fun to me that they all have swords coming out of their heads like unicorns. <laughs> I mean, that's it, man. Like, come on. Like, here we go. That's the game. I mean, yeah. that's it. <laughs> uh, I'm super see- into the one that look- has, like, the Cyclops visor. Like, that's cool to me. Just as a yeah, design they're- charm point. They're really good. Like, we got some poster-like kind of previews that seem like they show a little more than... I don't know, it seems like we're seeing a lot more suits really early on. I don't know if that was supposed to be leaked or whatever, but man, those are some good-looking suits, and I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. I'm really into it. Yeah. And Do I we got a Rider saw, War? I mean, Is it a Rider War? I don't know, maybe. Like, yeah, There's certainly a lot of riders on that that look like they could be punching each other, so you know, like, it's yeah. definitely it's in the cards. Oh, yeah. And I've seen, you know, this is anecdotal, of course, but I've seen quite a few people in my Twitter sphere who are not really Toku people mentioning like when they saw those you know because a bunch of us were talking about it they were like whoa these are really cool looking what are these which is you know a totally valid way to get into it you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's how yeah, it yeah, starts yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how they get you that's how john q toey gets in your wallet <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm definitely it's got like a is it a storybook theme is that am i, I am something I like that, that? yeah i'm not completely sure how it works i know that the writer i guess is an author that somehow gets okay. these abilities but beyond that, I don't really know. Okay. I mean, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. I, too, have been watching... Was that... Sorry. Was that everything that you have been watching, previewing, seeing, enjoying? Yeah. Yes. Let's see. For myself, I also have been watching Ultraman Z, and I am caught up on it, and it's really, mm. really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. All quality stuff. I mean, yes, I'm always going to always gonna be talking about Ultra. Always going to be pushing that, that agenda. This is a good one to start on because it's really, really high quality stuff. Yeah. And it references some of my favorite characters from some of these past modern series. And that is good for everyone. So, yeah, I definitely recommend anybody else check that out. I have also been doing uh, eating my vegetables, if you will, <laughs> uh, and, and not just enjoying the, the hot newness. I have been doing my homework. I finally finished Common Rider Kuga. Oh, yeah. I'm avoiding your. Th- I haven't finished it, so I've just been avoiding it. But I know that you. Uh, I know that it gets kind of rough near the end, so I don't. I saw <laughs> the energy exuding from your thread, and <laughs> yeah, to, <laughs> I was like, to oh. say that it gets rough is an understatement. I would uh-huh. say uh-huh. it is. Now, how far are you in Takuga? I don't remember. I would probably have to start over just because. I hear you. Yeah. It's been so long. Yeah, last time I think I was trying to watch it was probably like can't it can't have been over 10 years ago can it that's weird <laughs> oh dear <laughs> oh no i mean because like the height the height of like me years. watching watching like tearing through series was like 2000 like 2008 2009 so it could have been 2010 like wow uh, <laughs> oh bless think it's oh, gonna God. be a long time well uh, yeah. i recommend uh-huh. that you uh make good on it and finish it like like i said in that thread mm-hmm. uh, i don't i don't think it's everything tokusatsu is like or that common writer is but i think in sure. many ways it's everything that it can be like when we talk yeah. about how these shows can can really hit you and really affect you like kuga man mm-hmm. especially the last like the back half of that show is relentless and the mm-hmm. early I mean, like, let's be real, like the production quality is not incredible, you know, and it's kind of low stakes, low to the ground in a lot of ways, but that all pays off because the sure. way it builds tension and the way it, the way it treats Godai and it's just, it's so good. Like it's, I, I think what I said was that no fear, no pain is the catchiest lie ever told because, oh my, oh my God, God, some of those later episodes. <laughs> oh boy. Are... Okay brutal just like i wow Uh, i cried in toku before and i cried in this one let me tell you buddy like it was not it was not pretty yeah so really good i i definitely and i I don't know if i would say i don't know i don't know how to feel about it it's it's one of those like okay like with build like i know you know we're we're both pretty big build fans Mm. i think part of what makes build an easy recommend a lot of times is because it, it it clicks a lot of the right switches it has a really good spread 
of common rider yeah. themes and and feel mm-hmm. like you've got your rider war stuff you've got your you know evil government organization stuff you've got you know the experimentation all that kind of stuff and you got your but it's very modern with all the different suit combinations and the toy aspect so like it, it really it, it does a good job of covering a lot of different bases and letting you say okay i like this i didn't like this that sort of thing hmm. kuga is not that it is re but at the same time i feel like it is still a really great place to start because it just man <laughs> what what godai goes through and like i guess the theme of the whole like becoming a weapon and what this stuff does to you is really powerful in kuga so i highly recommend that you get back to it because hmm. it's hmm. worth it man Whew. what else oh i had quite a while back i probably watched the first i don't know 10 to 15 episodes of car ranger but mm-hmm. we had been doing well i guess that's part of it too We've been doing some watch-along stuff in the Discord, oh, yeah. and uh, we watched a few episodes of Car Ranger, so I decided, <clears> you know what, I'm going to go back and finish this. I really need to, so I watched all of that, really, really liked it, and we've been watching a bit of Gokaiger, which is just so much fun. Mm. I, I, I love doing that every week, so that's been great, especially now that I've experienced One Piece and can appreciate how One Piece it is. Oh, Yeah and i've been doing a lot and (laughs) i have just sort of casually on the side without telling anyone been watching some deno oh common writer deno i don't know if you've seen that one or not yeah that's uh probably the second second or third one i watched all the way through okay okay because it seems to be one that a lot of people have seen but outside of like momotaro's i don't really see a lot of people talking about it you know in the Mm. year of 2020 yeah but uh, I am digging it. It's fun. Yeah. You know, this it feels kind of I don't know how to put it. I guess because it's not. Uh, I mean, it's it's, not... it's very character driven rather than plot driven. I would mm, say. Yeah. Like it's really it's almost like a weekly comedy show where they do a rider kick sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I one hundred percent would agree with that assessment. That definitely feels like what is happening. Yeah. Um, um, but it's a pretty darn funny comedy, so I'm cool with yeah. it. Oh yeah, it's it's great. I I still have very fond memories of the Taros, all the Taros. How many? <laughs> the, so about how far would you say, or do you think you are? I'm nine. I think I've seen nine episodes. So he's got Momotaros, and he's got uh, Urotaros, the blue one, the turtle, yeah. the fishing uh-huh. pole, and that is all he has at least right now in terms. Oh of the, really? Okay. Yeah, he doesn't have. If he gets more, I don't know them. Um, okay so <laughs> i mean it uh, should be obvious at least the minimum that he ends up with like design yeah, I, would, <laughs> I would say he's probably got you know like four or five of these guys like that's just kind of what i'm going for i assume sure yeah um but uh yeah. it's fun i'm really digging it and it's now it, i don't know if i don't know if you know this I, I think isn't it written by the same guy that did tokyuger i've heard that that's the case but i don't mm, i didn't actually look it up so okay i, can't. I mean I certainly can see it. It's a train imagination thing. So mm. like, even if it's not, it's pulling from the same well. Mm-hmm. But I dig it. I really dig it. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, I really like uh, specifically with how the train, uh, the den liner, like zips around and the tracks build in front of it. I think that's a really fun way to do it. Yeah. Um, which I don't remember if that's what happens in Tokyo or not. But uh, uh, Tokyo has a much more freewheeling uh, track system, by which I great. mean, it's just like, where do we need to go? Tracks appear. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and Tokyo doesn't really have the time theme, you know. They're no. you know, Deno's doing yeah. the whole thing. Like, okay, we're going back to fix this thing that I feel horrible shame over in my past or whatever. It's you know, the Tokyo not doing that. It's it's going for a different kind of feel. Yeah, uh-huh. but I can definitely see the similarities, even if it's not direct it's it's definitely there but i'm liking it and deno is a um i mean certainly i I was kind of expecting you know coming back from kuga which is the oldest common writer i've seen at this point you know i'd I'd seen double before that so which was neo heisei so like i was like coming from kuga i was like not sure what to expect production quality wise because deno is what 2006 i guess um yeah that sounds right but you know the at least the it looks really really good and it feels you know you I could have it could have happened after double at least just from what I can tell you know what I mean like the production quality the, the the pace of the show and the structure and all that stuff it feels like it could have happened after 
Mm. Yeah, don't don't uh, don't expect the plot to go anywhere. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so you I'm, know, you know, yeah. I'm good with that. Like, you know, I don't yeah. I don't have to have super plot heavy stuff. And Kuga was such a slow burn. Sure. Yeah. Like Kuga's whole thing is this like unraveling of really multiple layers of a mystery and you know mm-hmm. who, who what when where it's a really slow procedural type thing it's not quite like a who done it mm-hmm. they're definitely pursuing these threads and all that for the whole series so i'm okay with a little more light-hearted character-driven stuff sure so. yeah yeah so i've been a busy boy toku wise been too yeah. busy been watching so before the pod we watched three episodes of ultraman Mebius. Yes, so we're back on Mabius. Yeah. We have watched we watched 11, 12, and 13 off air, yep. and then now we are going to, and we'll talk about those, and then we're going to watch 14 together on air. Yes. Yeah, so uh, just as a quick recap, episode 11, uh, this is sort of after Bogal's been defeated. Mm-hmm. Tsurugi gets rescued by Ultra Mother, um, and he sort of like doesn't have any meaning now that he's gotten his revenge, and she does, you know, something kind of mysterious happens there and guys is sort of reflecting on that as they get a warning that a herd of dinosaurs are heading mm-hmm. to earth it turns out there's a minefield out there out in space that protects uh, earth from it except for one that manages to get through and head specifically to japan so <laughs> they actually <laughs> head out to deal with it they actually manage to defeat the one on its own mm-hmm. with gun phoenix or it seems like they do because they knock it down or they blow, they blow up its head. But there's just enough energy or something in it for it to re- reverse its per- polarity and sprout a new head from its tail, um, as you do. Right. <laughs> um, I often reverse polarity to sprout heads out of my other limbs. Yeah. Uh, and so then when they when they go back to deal with it, they break out a new maquette. So they actually have Wyndham they have, mm-hmm. as in, in a maquette or as a maquette monster. Uh, which does just enough for them to try to distract it from the front, but because it's got two heads, that's not quite enough. So even when Mebius shows up, when once Wyndham run, times out, they Mebius has a pretty hard time dealing with it or getting close enough to do any damage. But Sarugi comes back, no armor, no uh, the eyes are revealed, and they I mean, they break out the teamwork, ultra teamwork, and they take down this mm-hmm. mutated dinosaur. At the end of the fight, Mebius talks to Serizawa, which I think is actually Serizawa now. And he's like, oh, are you going to come back? You got to go talk to Ryu. And Ryu, he, he tells him basically that Ryu already has him. Um, he doesn't, has Mirai. And um, Ryu names, uh, instead of instead of Tsurugi, he names, uh, names him Ultraman Hikari, which everyone's like super like embarrassed or just like you serious dude like come on that's so cheesy <laughs> that's um, great though that yeah my favorite moments <laughs> yeah i wasn't prepared for that so then episode 12 was a focus episode on toriyama the adjutant toriyama uh he's oh he's sent gosh. out <laughs> he's sent out to dispose of this like chemical he's assigned to do this by the chief inspector who he doesn't get to meet like he really really is excited he's gonna meet him and that's not what happens. And then he gets this assignment to dispose of this. It was called um, yeah, little vials. Oh, Koda, yeah, Kodigan cells. They something. Co- Grot Grotacell. The Grotacell. Oh, Grotacell. But they're from yeah. like was it's it the monster Kodigon? Yeah, yeah. I think it like made a certain monster, like the cell of a certain monster, and so now the cells just these cells just make more they basically bring statues to life so he's supposed to take these out he you know comedically takes one out like what's the deal with these things anyway drops in the river uh a fisherman (laughs) a fisherman takes it home and of course of course yeah there's like four vials and he drops one and he's like well that's probably not a big deal yeah it's just just like little vials no worries In the fisherman's house, it starts like possessing statues, but because it's like a little bit like a, a leak, it's they're only kind of just floating around and not really doing anything. They find the people selling it, the fish fisherman and I think his daughter or granddaughter. The fisherman and his daughter are selling these statues that are floating. So they <laughs> they bust into their house, find the vial, and then oh, right as they secure it, the uh, Toriyama drops it, and of course it possesses the specific statue that they've been showing throughout the episode uh, an ebisu statue which of course because it's like the full dosage of the grotocell 
like it turns into like a really strong monster. Mebius, mm-hmm. Mebius uh, really struggles to to fight it, and it really isn't until Hikari shows up that they're able to take it down. But even then, it's kind of a challenge uh, until they go, "Hey, is there like a crack on its leg? Like if we get the cell out, then or if we attack the cell directly, then you can stop it." And so once they do like a team attack, team laser attack on its leg, that that's enough to uh, defeat it. The whole time Toriyama's trying to keep the secret, like he only brought along the three people he thought wouldn't snitch on him mm-hmm. uh, to the captain <laughs> so that by the end of it, everything's dealt with. Oh, you know what? That was some crazy monster. Who knows what that was about? <laughs> the captain just, he knows he He's like, ah, you know, everybody screws up on their first mission. <laughs> They're like, oh, he knew it. He knew it. He totally knew it. We're fools. <laughs> but I, yeah, I wasn't expecting a Toriyama focus episode. 13 was a Marina focus episode. She kind of like goes on a vacation in the woods to like ride her bike with her old uh, team manager. And they have this this like woods adventure while there's a monster that just happens to have been lurking in the woods. I think it ate a few people too. A camper and then like a fisherman or, or a hunter get eaten. Mm-hmm. And the sort of a thing that's following them when they're in the woods is that a thread they follow when they're in the woods is they they run into this this mountain climber lady that Mariana happened to know and met at like the guy's aptitude test. And right. they, like their friends and um old classmates basically yeah something like that yeah like they're just they're buddies uh and sort of as they're getting to know each other more after um an encounter where she throws marina's manager into the river (laughs) for touching her stuff or her bag uh then the monster shows up so they have this they have the situation where marina's in the woods she doesn't have service and they're just fleeing from this thing there's almost nothing that that they can do um, to contact guys or even let them know where they are. Um, and after a bit, uh, she remembers that she has, they, they gave her, I want to say Konomi gave her the Amiklas maquette. So that she uses that when they're in a bind, mm-hmm. they guys is able to trace that signal. So they start going in that direction and pretty much like right as Miklas runs out, <laughs> Um, and, and what was nice is Marina was actually able to command Mikolas to like be brave. Mm-hmm. Right as Mikolas runs out, they they sort of have to make a choice on how to distract uh, the monster. And Marina says that because she's guys, it's her responsibility. So she hops on her bike and she um, makes a bunch of noise. And so the monster follows her um, sort of up the trail and that. That gets them just enough time for guys to show up. And uh, pretty much the same as before. It's not quite enough or maybe this isn't enough to handle this on his own. So at some point, Hikari shows up to help. Um, and we get a really great shot with them. Like, yeah, we're here for teamwork. Like, <laughs> it's just a beautiful shot where they just pull the camera in on both of them and cut that together. Wonderful shot. And then at the end, we find out that the manager had called her out to go on this trip or go on this ride so that he could try to convince her to join the team again. But he realizes that because of her commitment to this and then after speaking with her friend, he realizes that it would be sort of foolish to try to sway her or get her away from this because she's doing important work that she really cares about. I think I think that covers it. Yeah, pretty much covers it. So, personally, I really enjoyed all three of these episodes. I thought they were really, really strong. Uh, yeah. Maybe this was already really good. I yeah. wondered, truth be told, after the episode that we saw that was just such a really kind of action and emotional high watermark, I was like, are they going to be able to, you know, follow that up with another hit? But it was much more character-focused, I guess, and a little mm-hmm. more comedic, and wow, did I enjoy it. Like, really, really good. Yeah. Specifically, Eleven... With eleven, I, I actually gasped when like they told us in the beginning that Surugi was going to be fine, Serizawa was going to be fine. Yeah. Um, right. As soon as Ultra Mother shows up, you're like, yeah, okay, fine. But yeah. like when he showed up and I realized he didn't have the armor and he could see his eyes, I was like, I actually mm. gasped. Like I was like, <gasps> like. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know you're in it, right? Like that's when you know you're invested. 
Yeah. It was it was really good. It was really really good. Yeah. And the uh sort of hilarious comedy character that is their, you know, their boss guy. Yeah. It's really cracking up in that episode, I think, particularly his, you know, I mean, we've mentioned before he this kind of bureaucrat who really just doesn't want to cause any trouble, a minimal fuss and then to have him get in the situation and be like, "Well, okay, maybe yeah. it's not a big deal." And yeah. then it turns out, like, well, even one of them can spawn three different monsters. And he's like, ah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and the the hilarity of the Abisu statue, you know, just wrecking Mebius with a, a giant wooden fish. Like, just oh, yeah. shooting that laser fish, beams out of it. That fish was <laughs> so strong. Like, yeah. Really, really top tier fish as far as fish go. <laughs> yeah, it was slapping. Honestly, even when Hikari had shown up, it was slapping them around real, real bad. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't until they they actually had like a, a specific mission to attack that one leg that they were able to do anything. But up until that point, it was pretty rough, man. I was like, oh, yeah. this is kind of embarrassing, dude. It's like, <laughs> what are we doing here, gang? Come on, guys. Yeah. Sally, go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed all these episodes. Really no complaints at all. I, again, I was I was very pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed them. I mean, not to say that it had to be bad following it up, but man, episode 10 was just such a high watermark. Usually with something like that, you think, okay, they're going to kind of cool their heels and maybe have some weaker episodes following it up just to give themselves a break. But man, they were all really good. Really, really good. So I'm really excited to watch 14. I have no idea what's in store for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. Shall we? We shall, sir. We shall. この番組はTheNoSheetKyoKikuriGroupPRTとTheComicFindとご覧のスポンサーの提供でお送りします。And we're back. So that was Ultraman Mebius episode 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it On the Path? One Road. One Road. One Road. Yeah. So this is a Tepe focus episode. I, I was afraid that this one was going to happen at some point, uh, just with the uh, what they they alluded to very early on with uh, sort of how his uh, mom was demanding he be a doctor in like episode one or two. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, the Tepe focus episode, he's accidentally on TV when Toriyama like grabs him and holds him in front of the camera. So his mom is then suspicious and actually goes to Guy's HQ. To see why he's not, uh, her plan is that he goes to university to be a doctor to take over the hospital that his dad runs. And if that's not nepotism, I don't know what is. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and meanwhile, Toriyama accidentally steps in a, in a contaminated area and picks up, ugh, picks up a larva from the insectus that they defeat at the beginning of the episode. It's actually like defeat a whole giant bug monster in like mm-hmm. the cold open. <laughs> it's not really a but cold open, but it's yeah. a tiny little purple bug. It, it's oh. kind of cute, but it's like goes in his ear. So that's nasty. Immediately um, not cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His mom goes to HQ and he at first tells like guys like, Hey, can you like pretend I'm not actually here? There's nobody by that name here, uh, which is sort of enough to get her out of there. Plus, um, Toriyama starts acting really weird because of the larva that's in, that's uh, in his head. As one does. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and during that encounter, it actually jumps over to her, which they suspect uh, after talking and noticing that his condition changed. Uh, so they actually, uh, Tepe actually runs home to see if she's fine. And she's already suspicious of what's going on. Uh, she doesn't have signs of having the parasite. Uh, mm-hmm. And they find out that she actually dropped by the hospital on the way home uh, that his dad runs. So now they have to go and check that out. So they they run by the hospital and uh, they they get there to find that the, it's already it's already matured, it's already molted, and it's underground. So them as a team, uh, they try to get the hospital to evacuate, but end up having to hunt for it underground. And meanwhile, Tepe's mom shows up. And uh, we 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 learned that uh, the reason that he's like committed to doing what her plan is is that uh, when he was younger he tried to he wanted to show off jumping out of a tree and she 
and she had happened to have a heart attack, which a literal heart attack. <laughs> yeah, the things that moms say is going to happen, but usually just a threat. Actually, yeah, mom used to say, "You almost gave me a heart attack." Yeah, whereas no, Pepe's it... mother is in cardiac arrest. <laughs> yeah. So basically, he didn't want to cause that again, and so he's sort of just been hiding the fact that he's been doing this, and. There's not enough time to really talk to her about it because it's the middle of an emergency. The insectus larva is maturing. It is big enough to summon a swarm of bugs, some kind of horrible bugs that just make things worse while they're trying to deal with it getting bigger. Like the, it, the, the fact, fact is they don't even see it until it's fully matured and out of the ground as a kaiju. And so then, then it's time for Mebius to slip away from the crowd and then step in. Tepe while running gets chased by the swarm and right before he gets attacked he ends up tripping and falling george uses the capture meteor without authorization <laughs> after the, or asks for it after the fact uh, to protect him together and tepe uh, figures out that the monster's weak point is actually some ganglion that's like below the old uh, the, ganglion oh yeah you know you know <laughs> is some there's a weak spot basically that they can attack to get it to stop summoning bugs so they do that and then Mebius is able to defeat uh insectus or this this version of insectus throughout this we see that his mom accepts that he's in guys like he tries to say something about like i'm still helping people but she can tell that this is important to him i think uh, and accepts that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think i think i covered it i think that seems yeah so how did we feel about episode 14 i was dreading this moment and i'm glad it worked out as easily as it did because this is like (laughs) one of those plots that like you know when it happens you're just like ah like why don't they understand like why why don't they see what's what's really important but that it worked out so it's hard to complain yeah, the old uh the old mom comes to comes to work, parent comes to work type thing is uh yeah. is one of those like oh no, here we go, here we go, here we go. But mm-hmm. uh, it worked out. It was fun. Yeah. The I definitely have to give credit for this monster just being just kind of good old-fashioned unnerving. No real yeah. existential horror here. No mm-hmm. high concepts, just bugs in your ear are gross. Yeah. Bugs turning into weird sticky cocoons you find later are gross. Mm-hmm. And bugs becoming really big city destroyers that also spew swarms of bugs are also super gross. I mean, even maybe it's just like, ah, bugs. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was flailing around because there were swarms of cockroaches all over him. That's insectus, baby. That's, that's yeah. what happens. The insectus that infects us. I, d- I did like the design of the kaiju as much as I dislike finding... I mean, them finding the the molt, the leftover molts, because um, that's that's. I mean, that's a horror thing, isn't it? Like finding oh, opening absolutely. up the locker, and then there's some, like the the scary thing would be to just like as she op- as because some nurse opened up a locker and found the molt. Mm-hmm. If she looked up and then it was above her, and then they cut, like that would be the horror. <laughs> but yeah, that's one change then- that would make it a horror thing. Those uh, those little the molts or whatever definitely look like if you put a face hugger in the microwave for too long, uh, and it's just sort of deflated. Uh, they, were, they were pretty long. disgusting. How long? How long is not long? How long is not Sh- too long? <laughs> this is Schrodinger's uh, molt at this point. I don't know. There's a super state, right? There's a wave function where it is both exactly long enough and too long, and as soon as you open the locker, it collapses it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but i mean they follow that up with the the underground where they were tracking an underground and then found an even bigger molt which Ugh. is gross super gross yeah mm. Mm. now the, we have to say the tiny little purple form definitely had a plankton-esque quality to it uh-huh that was that was quite comedic especially because you started <laughs> <coming into laughs> plankton voice and i couldn't take it seriously i mean how could you how could you not like the Insectus was going to get the Krabby Patty secret formula one way or another. <laughs> Let the people hear it, please. No. <laughs> Too good. 
It's too good. We'll put we'll put a clip. We'll put we'll do the clip of it. I don't. I can't okay. do it on here. Yeah, we'll separate. Okay. It. Like, yeah. I, I won't put you put you under pressure, but you do need to do some plankton voice later because it was amazing. I was I mean, like, <laughs> it's in the audio. I'll just rip out of that. Like, yeah, yeah you laid me okay, out with that one. I was not prepared for uh, your on just like completely on point plankton impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll put, been, we'll put that we'll put that one out like before. As I said, you've been sitting on that. For years now, not once I mean, has it come up that you could just I mean, do like a pitch perfect plankton. I, I've done <laughs> a little bit of voice acting. Come on, you know. I, I, but okay, but I mean, like at the drop of a hat. Oh, I yeah. was like, well, I mean, yeah, I'm the call. On the spot now. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm <laughs> nervous <amazing>. about it. <laughs> now you're like, oh, Mr. Crib. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a good episode, and I thought the um. A nice creative use of the capture sphere this time, or the not sphere, oh, yes. capture mm-hmm. cube, when mm-hmm. uh, the bug swarm was flying at Tepe and um, uh, Jorge fired it and it it made a little protective bubble around him that all the bugs like flew into and basically just immediately died. And oh yeah, these. it's a it's a very expensive bug zapper. Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's really, really what it is. Hats off to the. Uh, the practical effects team for just having multiple shots of them just throwing bunches of like plastic or rubber bugs on the ground. Yeah, oh <laughs> yeah, really... they just dumped a basket of them. <laughs> buckets, <laughs> which yeah. I'm sure were used to scare other moms later, just hidden sure. around the house. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a good fun episode. We also got to see you know, seeing Tepe's dad. Oh yeah, and seeing cool his with home him being in guys. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. He's chill with it. His home that is a mansion, and he has like a literal maid named Moe. Like, yeah. And no All one right. told me that Mavius had a character Moe the maid, but <laughs> people just buried the lead on that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a fun episode. I really enjoyed it. It was yeah. it was good stuff. Yeah. Do we want to hop into Twitter questions, or would we have Let's more? Let's do it. To... Let's get it. Okay. I yeah. No, I think I covered anything I wanted to say. Then allow me do 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 cha cha. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, from Seaweed Ambassador, they ask, what is your favorite weapon slash piece of tech that one of the science teams have created? I'm personally a fan of the QX gun from the original and the DX Ultra Riser gun from Ultraman X. Both good choices. I don't know if I'm informed enough to say, but I'm a big fan of the tech that they have in this. Uh, I like that, that wacky little, that chunky little phone that they can just attach all sorts of attachments to shoot lasers. Like it look, it's not like a gun phone. It's a phone. <laughs> it's a it's phone, a phone that gun. They attach a gun attachment to, <laughs> or they attach the maquette piece to. I'm not sure what yeah. it's called, but I want one, or I'm gonna make one. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I definitely like that they can just put a rumble pack in there and, and let oh, it yeah. rip. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, like they were tracking the monster underground with it. Oh, let me set the frequency to 420. <laughs> find this monster um i don't really know enough of the ultra gear by name yeah i always the the car and ultra 7 is really cool i don't know if that really counts the piece of tech i agree with the cool phones in this hmm. uh, i was complimenting uh well i guess i guess maybe this little pinch and wrist thing doesn't quite count as science team tech I guess I will also go with the duck hunt gun with rumble pack attachment here in Mabius. Um, <laughs> although I yeah. enjoy, I mean, I, I think that's a big draw for me for this series is that you have the science team with all the weird gizmos and gadgets and you can kind of get away with that stuff. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, our good buddy, David, who always has lots and lots of fun questions for us. Uh, first uh-huh. off, are Mother of Ultra's pigtails stylable hair, or are they just hair-shaped horns? Uh, I'm going to go with horns. I'm going to go with horns, because I yeah. don't know that... I don't know that any Ultra can style their headpieces or heads that much, but maybe I'm I can't. Wrong. I can't see you taking a brush to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't... Mm-hmm. I don't see that working out. Like, I don't see her being able to. If, if she changed her hairstyle, I would be like, <gasps> like, <laughs> like, what did she do? Oh yeah, head? it would be yeah. horrifying. So, I think. Who those are, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Two. What would be the worst lawn ornament to become a giant monster? Uh, gnomes. Easy. Really horrible gnomes. I don't know. I feel like I feel like cowboy leaning silhouette would be pretty horrifying with its its two dimensional shadow shape. Uh... Not a fan. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a toss up between the gnomes and the shadow shadow cowboys. Let's see, what did you do as a kid? 
that gave your mother a heart attack. So I have a pretty oh, good story I, for this one, actually. But all right, you, you go, go ahead. You go first, sir. Okay. I relate to the climbing stuff. This was not necessarily my mom, but I'm sure that she would be <laughs> uh, similarly similarly distraught. Uh, basically, <laughs> I yeah, I loved climbing everything as a kid. And I realized that I was small enough. I think I was like six, like five or six. I realized I was small enough to fit through like the bathroom window. So I actually climbed... This is on the second floor. I climbed out of the oh, bathroom oh, window. Okay. It's getting scarier. Onto the roof. Yeah, onto <laughs> oh, the God. rooftop, down the um, what is it like a, a a fence? Like there was like a fence barrier. I climbed, I, and then I climbed down that, and I ran around the front, and I realized I could do that and repeat it. Oh so, no! Um, my my aunt was downstairs or at the bottom of the stairs, like in the living room. So I I came through okay. the front door. I said hi to her, and then I did that. I climbed, like went up the stairs through the bathroom window, down and around. And I did that a couple of times. And she was like, wait a minute. Like, what's happening? Like, <laughs> oh my God. This is like five or six. So she was like, I don't. And then they basically told me that, you know, don't do that anymore. Um, oh, no. Yeah, yeah you really they, should not climb on the roof, like as a rule. No. Yeah. <laughs> but the 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 uh, nice little follow-up to the story is that at some point, uh, my grandpa was watching my sister and I. We went out on a walk, like, out the okay. backyard, and the door locked behind us. So, I know I wasn't supposed to do it, but I don't know how we were going to get inside, and I don't know, I don't think we had a timeline on when my parents were going to get home. So, guess what I did? I went up the way I went down, through the bathroom window, opened up oh. the back door. Yeah, wasn't supposed to do it, but uh, I think I saved the day with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Never wow. again. Never. Actually, uh... I think I tried one more time. I was going to be really funny and like take a water gun up there, but I fell off. Didn't get hurt, but I broke the water gun. So I didn't do it. Oh my God. <laughs> You're giving me a heart attack recount. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> mine is nowhere near that dangerous, uh-huh. but I did much more directly give my mother a heart attack. So my mom, growing up, oh. I uh-huh. had to be. I couldn't have. I was a, a, a relatively largish kid, pretty much at all points in my life, uh-huh. either you know via height or width. So I had to be maybe only three or four. I want to say just old enough to have like memories of this, but not really old enough to you know be too big. But my mom used to have a an old Mitsubishi Galant, uh, and I only remember the car because of this. But it had a so if you're sitting in the back seat, it had a little a middle section that you could pull down that was like an armrest, but it could also access the trunk. Uh-huh. Like you, it was like, you know, obviously it was not like meant for people to crawl through, but if you were a little kid, like three or four and you were, you worked it hard enough, you could, you could get into the trunk through there. And one night we were driving back from the, uh, from the grocery store uh-huh. and I that I said, well, this will be a fun trick. So, like, like basically, right when we kind of turned onto our street, heading to our house, I pulled it down and cl- I unbuckled myself and climbed into the back and laid on the groceries. And when she opened up the trunk, I went, "Boo!" Ah! Scared her to death. And she was like, "Don't you ever do that again?" And so, yeah, I gave her a pretty direct heart. It's it's a wonder I didn't end up in guys pulling that trick. You know? Oh anyway. yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> she was a little three-year-old kid. I mean, at her from the honestly, I think we both came off as pretty crafty here. That was, that's... <laughs> Good for us. <laughs> I just kept doing it after I was told not to. That's the only difference. Yeah, and you could have probably died. Um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's that part, too. I don't think I was ever yeah. in any mortal danger. Although, oh, if my yeah. mom had decided not to take in the groceries, that would have been bad. Oh, but she yeah. probably yeah. would have noticed I was not in the house. Probably, yeah. Okay, uh, <laughs> David also asks, how are you liking the classic Ultraman stuff? So I guess this is more a question for you-ish. Oh, yeah. I'm liking it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. I'm having um, a good time. I'm having a good time. I This is an interesting one for me because I, I've watched like you OG watch Ultra and Ultra yeah. 7, but I've also watched like everything, everything from X forward except for... I've missed two of the modern ones. I haven't seen RB... And I haven't seen, uh, is it Tiga or is it Tiga? Tiga's the older one. Tiga's the newer one. I've, so I haven't seen those two seasons. But I've seen like a clutch of the older stuff, some of the best. And I've seen a bunch Tiga's of the really stuff. buff one, right? Like the yeah, Tiga's the like, super buff one. Okay. I've seen like X, Orb, Jeed, 
and now we're watching Z. Okay. But and I've also seen like OG and Ultra Seven, so this is kind of more in the middle. This is in a region that I haven't really watched much before. I'm still really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's fun. It's different. It's definitely. It's just you know. I mean, this Super Riot production is always it's always good stuff. I mean, there's yeah. just no there's no end to my love for the sets. Like even this one. Oh, I know what I wanted to say uh, mm-hmm. for this episode, particularly for fourteen. Uh, Insectus kind of re- the the final form, the big pincery triple bug thing, kind of reminded me a little bit of Legion from Gamera Two which was also sort of a big insect-like sort of centipede with like its front part like rake raised oh. up in the pincers. So it kind of has that vibe, which I really, I mean, obviously it's a little more chunkier and a little, obviously much less complicated than the Legion suit, which is just outrageously complicated. Right. Um, Last episode show. in episode uh, 13. No. Yeah. 13 had that. I guess it wasn't really a bug, but it had that dragon coming out the belly. Like, if you remember, the the head of it was protruding from where the belly would be on a human being. Right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, so that that sort of fun, complicated uh, design, I guess, uh, more puppetry than uh, mm-hmm. a suit, right? Yeah, a little more puppetry. Yeah, yeah, a little snuffleupagus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's 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 fun for me to be in this era. I always like Ultra, but it's fun for mm. me to be in this era that I'm not as familiar with since I've seen more of the more modern stuff. And the more this feels, um, it definitely feels more classic in the way that the like this feels closer in spirit to Ultraman and Ultra Seven, in that it's not you know I mean like when we're we're watching Ultra Z, Ultraman Z, and it's really great and all, but like the Z riser, like that is 100% your super complicated, like Toei style toyetic thing, right? It's a, a huge, uh, it's like this big thing you have to hold in your hand and you put in the collectible bits and you turn the, the crank that clicks and says the names like that is 100% your overproduced common rider belt or your like oh, yeah. big Sentai toy, right? Like, I mean, it's very toyetic, but the yeah. classic Ultraman stuff is also toyetic, but in a more, I guess we'd say traditional sense of buy these vehicles, buy the monsters. Like you're not necessarily buying the fashion, you know, cosplay type stuff as much. Hmm. Like maybe it's like, like I was talking about in the episode, maybe it's this little wrist changer thing is not super complicated. It's just like this cool little badge thing. It's not a, it's own production. Whereas the more modern stuff you know, because in Orb and Jeed and X and all that stuff, they've got the car, the collectible cards, or they've got the this, that, and the other. Like it's a little more front facing with that toyetic element and those pieces yeah. that the, the actors have. Yeah, Mebius's like arm brace would probably be like plast- all plastic, uh, mm-hmm. kid kid size wrists, mm-hmm. all the same color, even parts that shouldn't be. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except exactly. for the marble, the marble is its own, is a different color. Right, not yeah. not the but you, they want you to buy. Okay, here's the guard the gun base playset. Here's the gun the phoenix. phoenix. Yeah. Here's the the monsters. Like it, you know, which is a more like when you think of like say a lot of the American style cartoons that you know our generation grew up on. Your Transformers and your GI Joes, where you're not they weren't selling fashion stuff. They were selling the playsets and they were selling the vehicles and the figures. Like that style of merchandising. Ultraman, the, the more classic Ultraman stuff feels more in that vein, and this too feels like it's in that vein. Other than the the cool cell phone interchangeable clicky clacks, like that's definitely a whole thing, but it's not yeah. quite as front and center as the more modern stuff is, which feels like a I don't know if it's an you know just a sign of the times, like that's what sells, and Toei makes a lot of money with that, so Super Riot Productions is doing it too. Like I don't I don't know the market stuff behind it, but the more modern Ultras. If you were to watch an Ultraman Henshin sequence, like the Ultraman Z Henshin sequence, and watch like a modern, you know, a Kamen Rider or Sentai Henshin sequence, you're going to see like these are very clearly doing the same kind of thing and trying to sell you on the plastic thing that they're using in that sequence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas maybe us and the older Ultras don't really feel like they're trying to do that as much. They're selling you something else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. And his last question is, who would win in a fight, Miklas or Savenger? And uh, this question pains me. No. No, yeah. This is... The, on, a, on a very deep level, this is like, if two babies fought, which baby would win? I don't like that. Uh, it upsets no. me. I don't want to yeah. do it. Mm-mm. Uh, they would not fight. Um, 
Nicholas would cry first, <laughs> and then Savenger would comfort it. Yeah, so Savenger's eyes Nicholas. would do that thing where it's like, and it would go yeah. over and give it a rocket hug. Um, yeah. And if they did start yeah. to fight, I would jump in the way like Wizard Mon and just take the hit. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Why did you do them. that? Why did you do that? I would not let Why? them fight. I, Why would you do this? I would sacrifice. I didn't need to remember that right now. What the, what the heck? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I have not oh, checked up on your Digimon thread in a while, so I guess <laughs> now I know where you are. Great. Yeah, I'm into the final final stretch there. The wizard monster on my heart is deep. Mm. Just sharing that pain. So that appears to be all of our questions. Thank you, everybody, for sending them in. We always appreciate it. Uh, and I definitely yes. recommend that everyone go and look at the tweet for this one because Pat did an amazing job with the super cut of them. Just, <laughs> the camera snap zooming to their faces. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. I, couldn't, I'm just, I couldn't help. I couldn't help. I'm dying. So I'm just dying looking at this. I'm watching it again. <laughs> Like, yeah, give me the, the sig- what's, what's the significance of the shot? Like, explain to me. Like, are they understanding each other? Are they? Hey, I got your back. By the way, you didn't, I'm not going to show up in the next episode. Like, <laughs> I got up, your back Picard? forever. He never returned. <laughs> uh, Died on his on the way back to his home planet. Yeah, <laughs> recycled to the extreme. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh jeez. Well, all right, so that was another episode down. Hopefully, we can record another episode before two months goes by. I'm hoping yeah. so. My my schedule least... got a lot... My schedule's opened up a lot more, thankfully, so hopefully Same. we can record again soon. Yeah. Yes, yep. yes, let it be so. Well, all right, and maybe we can get some guests on, too. I've had more people rattling the, the cage oh, yeah. to get That's back true. in, so... Maybe we uh, should do that for the next one. Yeah, yeah I think this will be easier. I know with last time, since we were watching Lupat... It was kind of like it's it's airing right now. There's very low chance you've already seen it. If you want to be on to review episode 36 with us, I hope you've seen the other 35. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, another good episode, bud. Yeah. All right. Thanks for thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. Have done that in Plankton's voice. You should have done it. Oh my it. god! All right, do bye. it. In- Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. <laughs> the characterization was all over the place in that. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It warmed my heart. <laughs> oh gosh. Super, Super Senpai, Senpai Podcast. Podcast.